Hi, friends. It's Vin Scully. It's time for Dr. Clapper. In sports, there's winning and losing and getting injured. That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedar sinai The Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedars-Sinai. Hey, Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence is golden when you can't think of a good answer. <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper. Good morning, Los Angeles, and welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai. 33 years and counting. Wow. What a busy day I had in surgery yesterday. This whole week, my first surgery was a man over 20 years ago. As when he was a young man and I was a younger man, replaced both of his hips. God bless the old technology, but the new cartilage, the plastic we used, is not as good as the plastic we have now. We don't have a rotary phone anymore. We got an iPhone. Things have changed. Things have improved. And that old cartilage surface that we use, the high, highly dense polyethylene plastic, It's true the metal is titanium or cobalt chrome, but the cartilage was plastic. Well, if you're in your 40s and you're running around with that old plastic, you eventually wear it out. It's like the brake pad on your car. And I saw him back. He's not having any symptoms, but I looked at the x-ray and he said, you're wearing out the plastic. I could see it. So you and I need to make a date so that I can change the plastic liner before it becomes a problem. Because if you do wear out the plastic and now the metal scrapes on metal, which I've taken care of as well, because people feel so good. Why would I go and have another operation? Well, (laughs) it's a big mess if you don't catch it soon. And I did catch it soon, and it's great. And, you know, he went home the same day. It's just what a world we live in. His major revision surgery of his hip in the morning as my first surgery, and he went home in the afternoon. God bless you. It's such a joy to be a part of the change in technology and the improvement what a show we have planned for you today. We'll pull the sound bites, and you're going to hear an interesting show today because my guest at 8.15, Melanie Lynn, thanks to the great Jared Abrams for tracking her down, runs a company that makes workout clothes, but not just any workout clothes. These are compression workout clothes. You see it all over. Anthony Davis underneath that Laker uniform, you can see that special kind of T-shirt he wears. The whole idea that you can have a t-shirt or a pair of shorts or leggings that don't just cover your body, but have in the right strategic locations panels of different fabric that give compression is a really new world and game changer in active apparel. They have fancy names for all of this. Well, Melanie's going to call in at 815 because her dad is a big designer of these innovations. And she's running the company called Virus. And I actually wore these compression shorts under my wetsuit this past Sunday when I went surfing. And it was awesome. So I can't wait to learn more about it with you, compression. But it made me think all week. You know how much I love the world of art, the world of sports, and my world of surgery. Got to be the same topic, right? Where do you see the power of compression in art, in sports, 
and in surgery, and certainly in food. Oh, God. I had the best sandwich I ever had in my life this week, and it involves compression. My mouth is watering already. It's a panini, right? That George Foreman grill where you just squeeze the sandwich together, heat it up, and it squeezes it. But wait till I tell you where I didn't want the sandwich to end. It was just one bite was better than the next. I bought the sandwiches for my whole office on Thursday. Every single bite. Everyone got the same sandwich. There's a whole variety of from this place. Everybody got the same sandwich because it was just so amazing. I can't wait to have it again this week. A panini, grilled chicken, sun-dried tomatoes, pesto, green pesto sauce, melted provolone cheese, and then compressed. Oh, God, it was amazing. I put a picture of it on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, you'll see what it looks like. And then later today I'll in the show, I'm going to tell you where you can get it. But compression, compression in art. Hmm, where do you see that? Oh, my God, wait till you hear this story, because it's this guy. He's playing a trumpet that's been bent by accident, and he kept playing the trumpet. And this trumpet bent because of the compression made it sound like nobody else's trumpet. And his name was Dizzy Gillespie, the founder of bebop and modern jazz. Here's a song from 1961. You're going to listen and you're going to hear, I've never heard a trumpet sound like that before. Charlie Parker and Dizzy Gillespie from Bebop. 1961. Wait till you hear the story of why Dizzy Gillespie sounds different than every other trumpet player. And it involves the mistake, the accident that led to the compression of his trumpet bending to a 45-degree angle. Except instead of throwing his trumpet away and saying it's useless, Dizzy Gillespie played it and said, Oh, my God, this sounds different. 